This is Terry Bill Shipwell speaking to you. I'm giving the Canada podcast for this week two wet kisses and a shake in the rear end as a review. So listen up and listen well. everyone and welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. And returning to the show this week, good friend of the show, Mr. Brian E. Lau. Brian, thanks so much for being here. And I have hello, to, hello guys. I have to extend a uh, big thank you to you as well. You know, it's really cool that, uh, you know, since the listeners have learned that we're one co-host short, uh, several people have stepped up like wanting to help fill that gap. And my mm-hmm. God, that's... What an awesome feeling that is. It is, yeah. And um, it just means the world. And Brian is one of those people. And we've kind of been uh, stood up tonight, haven't we, Jack? Mm-hmm. We um, Two-timed today. We've been two-timed today. <laughs> <laughs> we had two guests lined up for this evening that uh, both could not make it for one reason or the or another. But uh, we'll get them rescheduled. I was really excited about uh, getting our Adult Swim mm-hmm. guest yeah. on, uh, Henry Zabrowski, who... You guys might know from uh, last podcast on the left or uh, from the show, Your Pretty uh, Face is Going to Hell on Adult Swim. Both great shows. Mm -hmm. If you've uh, never listened to uh, last podcast on the left, it's like comedy horror. Um, I've just, you know, anytime we have these guests on the show, I just indulge myself in their life for 24 to 48 hours. So I'm kind of, yeah, prepared for it. And I've been up this guy's career's ass for the past 24 hours for no reason. It would sink in here. <laughs> so hopefully we can get that rescheduled because I'd like to talk to him. He's funny as hell. He seems like a cool yes. guy. And uh, yeah, I would like to get that worked out. But um, anyway, huge thank you to Brian because he's one of those guys that we've had on. This is what, probably six, seven? I mean, he's a... I think this is six now. You're, he's one of the you know prominent leaders in the Canada yeah, nation. I would say. I, I didn't know what I was getting into with uh, what I was asking, so this is uh, yeah. I don't know if this is gonna work out. <laughs> <laughs> what a quick change of heart that was! I came on Wild a little too the strong. Air. Yeah. <laughs> came on a little too strong. But anyway, I want to thank you, and I want to thank everyone else who has uh, offered to step up. It's. Uh, Again, just very awesome to uh, see that kind of support, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Nice to know that it's there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, uh, since everything has kind of fallen through the floor, I guess we're going to kind of do today's episode, I guess the way we would do a Patreon episode, is just kind of go in with nothing and see what happens. You Almost know? like when we first started. <laughs> we didn't even go in uh, empty-handed first when we first started. No, we, we had, we had the uh, plans. news topics. Yeah. You know? like, I remember the very first thing we were talking about ever, like even on the test pod, was the release of Xbox One coming up. Oh, yeah. And how right. it had been postponed. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. They really sound like different people on those recordings. It does. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's not go down that road again. What do you guys want to talk about today? I have an announcement that I can save for later in the podcast. Okay. All right. Something regarding uh, something regarding my uh, book. So. Okay. Yeah, we'll touch on that toward yeah. the end. I guess, like in our typical uh, fashion. I, yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Um, one thing, real quick. What do you want? Uh, Jack, you and I had kind of discussed this uh, earlier this evening. Uh, somebody has su- suggested a format. For the show, maybe like take an episode and dedicate it to. Maybe you can explain this better. 
what we would do is well, it all came from a old commercial from the Mario Brothers movie toy commercial that I had posted on Facebook. And Scott Schmidt, one of the friends that's been on the show, he does uh, Final Street, the comic book, the, right. the beat 'em up video game style comic book, and mentioned that we should try doing an episode where we would say for the Mario Brothers movie toys, talk about that and you know really just kind of let it go down from Mario Brothers movie to the Mario Brothers who played Mario better well who played it in the movie oh Bob Jesus. Hoskins there you go you asked me too quick or Captain Lou <clears throat> oh man get into the video games just a whole it would be Captain Lou a, being like the old uh, TV show Mario like, come on it's time to go oh, do the Mario even as a child I hated him as Mario <laughs> like Mario doesn't have long ass curly hair no, like this no. like what's happening Luigi worked but yeah Mario Luigi worked well yeah and nothing against him. I mean, he played Mario the best he could. Mm-hmm. He played the fuck out of him. But even little kid Jeremy was like, mm, nah. Nah. I knew him. He didn't have rubber bands on his face. It was too recognizable <laughs> as a kid that who he actually was, not Mario. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the reason I bring it up is because that's... I don't know. We I want to keep things fresh on Candair, right? Mm-hmm. And we've been in the same format for... About 200 episodes now. We're, yeah. we're, we're hitting 300 here uh, within the next 10. And I've been wanting to do something new, you know, after 300. And that suggestion kind of came as, a, I guess, a good idea. Like A light bulb. Yeah, I've, I've been trying to think of, like, new segments we could do and stuff. And if anybody at home has an idea they'd like to send in, boy, we are all freaking ears. I'd love to hear it. But when you said that, I said maybe just simplifying the whole process altogether is the answer to the new format, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, when you, we've looked at statistics uh, across players and stuff, you see that... Um, <clears throat> A lot of people tune out, not a lot, but there are a substantial amount of people that tune out after the retro roundtable, after we talk the pop culture stuff. Once we just dig into our own comics, well, what I've been reading, you know, is this, and uh, I I guess people don't like it nearly as much. So I think that might be a good idea for... that's That's why you throw in the hooks, man, like my announcement is coming up. Exactly, exactly. So It's coming Maybe this episode right here could be a uh, a tryout for that new format at the very last minute with nothing prepared. Yeah. <laughs> we can give it a awesome. shot where, you know, we'll still welcome a new comic uh, creator every week to the show. But instead of, you know, having the comic vault, we'll just kind of get rid of that. We'll just talk 40 to 50 minutes about pop culture in the last 10 to 20. Talk with the comic uh, creator about their project. Next yeah, pop culture or the roundtable sometimes when it's getting started, it's time to stop. Yeah, yeah. I hate when that happens. The way so. we branch off usually into something totally different, too, and we can never really get back around. We can just throw something out <clears throat> that referred to the, the topic in hand, and then we're like, all right, well, we're going to wrap it up with that one, and then we'll be done. I think we should do it. Yep. Which means the comic vault has to go out with a bang. One hell of a bang. And it's not like we're not going to still talk about comics. No, and if no. we have a comic we've read we want to talk about on the show, well, by God, we'll do it. But um, you switch the formula up week to week instead of it being the same three things every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I, I got a comic I want to mention that I just saw. I haven't read it. Let's hear it. I don't know when's uh, when's appropriate, but I, I you, I know you're big. You know, you're a musician. Are you both musicians, or is that just you? I've Darren? dabbled. I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, the, the, are you big into Kiss the group? 
Uh, I wouldn't say big. I mean, I like their hits, and then there's a few other songs I enjoy. Right, they um, wear makeup, I know They that. were just in town, and I didn't go, if that tells you anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big Kiss guy, but I mean, yeah, they have some great songs, and, you know, uh, Ace Freely is, uh, oh, he's bad is, is a great guitarist, and I mean, you know, they, they obviously are showmen, they, they, they were pioneers, and anyways, there's a comic called Kiss the End, and I'm just enamored with this cover artist. I'm a big Bill Sienkiewicz fan, mm-hmm. and this guy is just like Sienkiewicz. His name is Stuart Seiger. I think it's how you pronounce it, S-A-Y-G-E-R, and he's doing the cover to the uh, Kiss the End comic series right now. And then I looked him up, and he's going to be... He's going to be at like three shows I'm going to be at. He's going to be at Motor City Comic Con. He's going to be at – I bring him up with you guys because he's going to be at Columbus, Wizard World. So, really? Which, which I'll get to hang out with you guys again. So, yeah, I'm going to be checking this guy out because this guy – if you look up at Kiss the End, issue 1's cover, it is magnificent, man. It's beautiful. So, I will look that up right now. Kiss the End. Yeah. You know, Kiss I've got- the End. Put comic book. Put comic book because, you know, all this other Kiss stuff will come up. It's kind of funny that Kiss got brought up because that was going to be the one that I talked about this week, but I never got a chance to read it. That Oh, really? Yeah, I got a, no, I found a 2003 San Diego Comic-Con exclusive number one of Kiss Kiss comic, and yeah, I was going to read it, but I, I ended up not getting that, to it. Is that the one that, that they used the, their blood in the ink? No, <laughs> I have no idea. No, that no. was a long time ago. You've been and no, I know that. In the end, what they it wasn't actually true, right? Oh, I don't know. I thought that was true. Maybe they did it, it for, was, but I, I don't, don't know. They had like an exclusive magazine or something. That just seems dangerous. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, for this the reader back, too. Yeah, this yeah. is back for AIDS. This is what caused AIDS was Kiss uh, doing the blood knee cover. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Started the AIDS epidemic. I don't know. Oh, I've man. always, um, again, I got into Kiss after I saw uh, Detroit Rock City. That's that was the most I've ever known about them is from that movie. I think it was. Right. I, I also had a cassette just kind of floating around the house. I don't even know where it came from, but um, they just always seem. Yeah, you're right, Brian. They are definitely you know visionaries, pioneers, great showmen. But their music is just is kind of generic, I guess. It's very yes, generic. Yes, I agree. I agree. Seeing the Detroit Rock City, yeah. I th- that was pretty much the first time that I really heard any Kiss songs, and always seeing them when I was a kid, thinking, seeing the way they looked, I always thought it was yeah. a hard screamy metal. Yeah, and then you hear it, and I'm like, this is them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then hearing Beth, which I I just found out that was a nobody likes that song. Beth, yeah. Fucking love that. Song. So do I. That's a great. Oh yeah, song. I like it too. The guy, the guy I work with is a big Kiss fan, and then um, growing up, one of my childhood friends loved Kiss when we were kids, and so I've been checking them, you know, like checking them out here. Like, what am I missing here? You know, plus they're touring, and uh, yeah, I think they're kind of like they're the basic kind of a pop rock group as far as the music goes mm-hmm. right. but ace freely is definitely a great guitarist man and uh you know they they're definitely innovative so but this this cover artist i don't know i i know you're into music so i wasn't sure i thought i'd ask you what you what they you actually of. had some shit going down recently where you know they started this end of the road tour is what they're on now it's their last tours you know it's gonna last a million years we'll see <laughs> yeah. we'll fucking see we know how gene likes his money yeah but um, <laughs> I guess that it was 
something that Gene or Paul had said in an interview kind of had alluded to the slight possibility that they might be reaching out to Peter, Chris and Ace Fraley for this end of the road tour. And I guess Ace was like all about it. And, you know, really like even talking to the press saying, yeah, they said it. So I'm just waiting for that call to come in. But then Gene was like, oh, fuck, no, that's not happening. And he got really pissed off and wrote this long three page. I think it was on Twitter, maybe or something rant about fuck Gene, fuck you. I'm not fucking out. You know, like he just burning the bridge. But um, I don't know. Ace had his problems for sure, you know, with the drugs and stuff. But in the end, I think at the end of the road, yeah, Kiss has their hits. But I think Ace Fraley's New York Groove and Peter Chris's uh, Beth. <laughs> are the best two things to come out of the fucking Kiss uh, catalog, if you ask me. I could hot hot as Hell, I think, song. is the song. Is it Hot as Hotter hell? Than Hell? Oh, hotter Than Hell. Oh, or that's hot a great, as hell that's or a great record. Yeah. Yeah, I kidding. I don't even know that. Did you see the cover I sent you? Oh, wow. That oh, is wow. wicked. That is cool. They just, they look I like, just uh, love that they style. look like McFarlane's uh, Spawn, kind yeah. of, with Gene. Yeah, it is pretty <laughs> wicked. I would read that just because of the cover. Uh, judge it. It's on Dynamite. <clears throat> Speaking of covers, Jack, I just showed you uh, kind of what I've been doing. But I have, uh, Brian, I let you and I'll let the listeners in on to what I, my recent project has been. I, I've got a shelf full of toys behind me, and a couple of those shelves are dedicated to Marvel Legends. Uh, action figures. And I, you know, I just kind of have bought them here and there over the years. I don't like actively collect them. If, if I see one that strikes my fancy, I buy it. Mm-hmm. So there's just some odd pairings up there, you know. There's <laughs> like five Spider-Man, a Green Goblin, Doc Ock, uh, X-23, you know, just random shit. And the way Green Goblin was kind of sitting on his glider, I was like, man, the way he's standing there, he looks like Mick Fleetwood on the cover of Fleetwood Mac's Rumors album, you know, where he has no one shit. knee on a stool and he's holding that globe. Right, right, classic. So, yeah, and I thought, well, it would be cool to reenact that. And I looked over then at Laura Kinney, X-23, who was Wolverine's daughter with the two claws, you know. And the way her hair is flowing and the kind of the pose she had looked like Stevie Nicks. And I thought, I wonder. So I got them down and I posed them up and holy shit, <laughs> does it look amazing. And I photoshopped it down to the last detail. Oh, really? oh yeah. So I, it's... I'm a huge, huge Fleetwood Mac fan and oh. Lindsey Buckingham. I, one of my favorite guitarists mm-hmm. ever, man. So you, yeah. there we're hitting a nerve because I, I, I kid you not. He's one of my favorite guitarists up in my maybe top. We saw him in uh, 2000, well, them in 2013, and I have never heard a hush fall over a whole arena like when he played Big Love on acoustic. Like it was. Oh, exactly. Fucking. Exactly. That's what what turned me on to him. And I I shook his hand, man. I was front row playing that shit right in front of me. I shook his hand. That's amazing, man. That is cool. Yeah. I still haven't washed it since then. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Turning a little brown. So what do you think of the new lineup? Cause I wear a rubber glove. <laughs> what do you think of their new lineup without him? I, I haven't I haven't uh, really looked into it, but uh, without him, I mean, he's the, he's the brilliance. I mean, Lindsay, yeah. I mean, I, you know, Stevie's obviously part of it too but i mean that guy was really when you look into it the, the brilliance the genius in so many ways i think that you know watching him play live 
what shushed the audience was, you know, hearing this song and then at all at once, a, that many people realizing at the same time, that's all coming from one man. Mm. I thought yeah. that was two people. Yes. He's got a lot of noise coming from that's, those guitars. His playing That's why I put him up there because music. because he plays a guitar, but he's a song singer and a songwriter. And if you ever hear the studio version of Big Love, it's like kind of cheesy compared to. And then you yeah. see him do it live, and it's like it's, so it's like big. It blows you away. It's like it's heavier than any kind of heavy metal song. The intensity, or yeah. You know Mozart or, or Beethoven. I mean, it is intense. It is. I man, I can't agree more. It was such a good freaking show. It was so good. I remember that one year when you were going to see them, and I said something about watching Mick play guitar or drums, mm-hmm. just watching his facial expressions and stuff. How fun that is! Yeah. Well, they had. Uh, it was so funny because the screen they had behind them was like the top of the top notch kind of digital display. It looked mm-hmm. real. So when I was taking pictures of the state, excuse me, of the stage from where we were sitting and he was making those faces, you know, it looked like I was that close to him. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So it looked like I was essentially in his face while he was playing drums and people were like, holy shit, did they let you on the stage or something? How did you get a picture like this? I was like, no, no, no. Look down in front of his set. There he is, really. <laughs> that tiny little dot's him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've never seen that kind of uh, picture. That was It was so clear. You could have walked into it. It was so clear. Nice. Nuts. But, anyway. Nice. Got sidetracked. Been making these album covers. And I started with the Fleetwood Mac uh, uh, Rumors album, recreated with the Green Goblin and X-23, which really, again, they have no business together, but... Boy, it's like the figures were made to make the pose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have recreated some other ones. I've done Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here, uh, Queen, Ooh, Nice, probably my uh, favorite News album. of the World. Ooh, Queen, my gosh, you're hitting them all. Yeah. <laughs> News of the World? Yes. Dude, is it, can I see these online? Uh, I haven't posted them yet, but I'll send them to you privately. Okay. Just don't don't show right. the world yet because I, <laughs> I haven't put them out there yet. I want to get a whole series oh, of them. Oh, my gosh. News of the world. Queen is my favorite group, period. And Brian May is my favorite guitarist, singer, songwriter. Well, I recreated so you're just it with knocking them out of the, park. the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Doctor Doom? Yeah. It's called Doom. Doom awesome. of the world. Awesome. the robot. <laughs> yes. Doom is the robot. You'll, I'll just send it to you're you. You're onto something here, man. I mean, <laughs> right? I That's what I thought, too. <laughs> Wasn't I telling you? I haven't yeah. seen this done. He did. Never I'm mind. I'm getting stoked. Uh, yeah, I did Nevermind, which I'm going to redo with Namor. Uh, I've done it with Drax, but that doesn't make a lot of sense. Namor, no, Namor makes sense. perfect. Oh, God, yeah. And I've done Johnny Cash, no. The Beast Within, like where he's flipping off the camera. I've done that with, with Old, Man Old Man Logan yeah. with one claw up and a guitar. Yeah. And I, I think the next one I'm going to do is uh, Tom Petty, Damn the Torpedoes with Daredevil. So it'll be, I don't know if it's going to be Mac, Matt Murdock and the Defenders and then Dare the Torpedoes or something like that. I haven't decided what the title's going to be. Do Abbey Road with the Guardians. Man, I've been thinking about that, but I don't... The Guardians I have are like lower-line Hasbro toys, so they don't have like much articulation in their feet or I've knees. I've got the movie Legends. All of them? Mm-hmm. Bring that shit over! Yeah. I've got Drax Legend. If you've got uh, Star-Lord, Groot, and Rocket... Yeah. Oh, my God. I hate Lamar, too, but yeah, you can do all... Yeah. 
See, I don't want to put this out in what the world. What about Breakfast now. in America? Super train. I'm going to have to cut this out. Now, I think. No way. I don't want to put it out there yet. <laughs> oh. oh no, it's good. Talk about it. You hype it up. Nobody's going to. Yeah, but then, people but then people are like, it. "Oh, I should do that too. I should get that idea ahead of you." It's copyright. Nah, you already got it, man. You're good. <laughs> what about Zeppelin's first cover? You can put like some something from the comics world. Do you have a toy that's shaped like a Zeppelin? I don't. No, man. Too what bad movie I don't have that. Zeppelin? <laughs> what <laughs> that movie? Vulture that I just got. That'd be a good oh. Zeppelin one. Man, that would be awesome. If I had an Angel, but I don't. I don't have Angel. Well, though. that was never an album cover. That was the name. That was like their logo for their recording oh, company. Yeah, I guess. Right. I I was. I thought the same thing though. I thought the same thing. Brooke enlightened me to that, or somebody did. I think it was her. But um, yeah. I'm trying to just. I want to put a whole batch of them out. That way, if it does get a lot of people thinking about it. I'll have a lot of territory covered instead of just putting one or two out and then everyone else filling in the gaps. Right. You know, I want to do it. Me. <laughs> That's why you have to post this now so you could get it out there that this was, you were the first one to start doing this. That's a good point, yeah. but I think I need to stop sitting on my hands and just release a bunch of these. I don't know. I'm going to think about it. We got what, three? Three done now? Uh, yeah. Then you need Four, to do three, music. Four. Where it's the characters are singing the songs. Oh, wow. That's elaborate. <laughs> that's elaborate. I just sing- who's next? You got to do, you have to do the, you have to do the who's, who's next. Where they're all pissing on the wall. Here. Oh. Okay. I want to hear your reaction actually live. So I'm going to send these to you, but I see, I can't release this. We're keeping so much from the people. Like, this is just a personal conversation we're having now. You know, like, like the listener has got it, like, cannot be vested at this point. Can they? Yeah, they, they're they getting excited to see it. Well, I want to see this. I got to see this. I like this. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. For Brian's sure. reaction. And um, I'm going to send you. Your reaction will sell it. It'll be like, oh, shit, listen to this. Listen to Brian's reaction to it. I really got to see these now. All right. Here is Doom of the World, Brian, coming your way. You know the Who's next album where there's a, there's this like brick concrete thing in the middle of the like nowhere and you see that they all urinated on it. Oh my god, it's one of the greatest albums ever and the album cover. Who's that next? That would be cool. Okay, here comes one. I don't know if this one will come through for you. Yeah, <laughs> there's the Who one. Is. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my dude, that is amazing. <laughs> now that, like that is. That is, yeah, this is, you're onto something, man, because like people resonate with, like, that's why talking about this is great, because who doesn't love their favorite musicians and and then the album covers are art. I mean, it's like, actually, album covers are like the first, you know, comic book covers and stuff, or not the first, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You got this story inside the album, especially something like this album. It's almost like a concept album. Sell the shit. That's awesome, man. I like this idea a lot, especially when it's groups I love. I, I am, I have been thinking about selling them if I can get enough and it's of the, them. It's the, the, the Human Torch. The Human Torch. Now that I'm even thinking about it more, the Human Torch. Uh, but why did you pick? Uh, oh, because of Fantastic Four, you picked a visible woman, huh? Yeah, I wish All you right. were clear. Brilliant, dude. Yeah, you come up with shit like that. Oh, that's what you called it? Yeah. Son it, of a bitch. Is it? On? No, it's not. Oh, it's on the right. Wish yeah. you were clear. Oh, man. <laughs> and she's not clear. Her, hands Her hand is going clear. clear. There's like levels of depth here. 
Oh, it is. I'm There's deep. like levels of depth here. Oh, I'm deep, Brian. That... <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <deep>. <laughs> Check out that next one. It's this the next one like must be substantially bigger because it's taking a oh, hell of a get... long time to send to you, but it's on its way. Didn't... No, dude, that is that's a, that is epic. Perfect. That's one of my favorites. Like, you got something there, man. I that's you got kind of thinking. Yeah, that but myself. you can do more of those. <clears throat> But I, I, I just haven't known. Yeah, I think that in the past, man. like, oh, I'm on to something here, and then I put it out, and it just fucking falls like a rock. <laughs> I spent hours oh, blood. Join the crowd, man. It's like constantly, I'm like, <clears throat> I come up with the latest and greatest idea that people are going to love. I do not mm, so like the title tickets. of the Fleetwood Mac when I came up with it. The title is not good, but I do not know what else. Okay, Fleetwood Mac rumors. Maybe you guys can help me here. The Green Goblin and Laura Kinney X-23. Staying in the okay, theme... Okay, but I don't have the image yet. It's on its way. I'm sorry. They're taking forever. Staying in the rhyme scheme of Fleetwood, you know, and Mac, I, what I came up with was... Uh, this is so stupid. I don't even want to say it now that we're putting this shit out. <laughs> Green Hood X. I mean, that's the cl closest thing I could come up with. Uh, yeah, that's... And it's not good, but... Come up with something better. Help me here. What did you have? I, I'm, you're in and out. You're. It says poor connection. I don't know why. It it's probably because I'm sending this shit. Probably because it's transferring the image. Yeah. yeah. It's like 600 DPI. <laughs> a thousand posters. You can print it out and put it on your wall. It'll fit. Super high. That's another thing. I'm only putting them to Instagram because it'll make low res. Why don't you yeah. just? Why don't, why don't you just snail mail it to me? I'd probably get to me sooner. <laughs> it's almost done at this point. <laughs> make it to you before the download. <laughs> you should have got the Fleetwood Mac one. Oh, you got a progress bar? You got the progress bar? It's at like, it's already 100%, but it's just sitting there. <laughs> no, it's at 75% right at the moment. So, what did you say? What, okay, wait. I don't want to hear it. I want to wait until I actually see the image. But I, I'll tell you, maybe I can come up with something as far as uh, that. But um, I'll, I'll think about this because this fascinates me, and I'll send you ideas that you can use. And be great. you can change or add to if I if I come up with anything because uh, I'm digging it and I'm really digging it, dude. I'll send them to you. It's your thing. You came up with it, and then if I come up with a brilliant idea, take it. I'll give okay. it to you, man. Because you know I'm already busy enough anyway. So I'm not going to just steal an idea, but yeah. I mean we'll definitely work something worth it. Yeah, for sure, man. We got a lot of figures between the both of us. So yeah, yeah. And every each time I think of a new one, I was like, oh, I can't steal. pull that off. It's a, it's a gift. I'll, if I come up with one, I want. I want. If I come up with one, I want done. I'll give it to you, and then you can, if you like it, you can do it. My my objective though is to have like a whole series of hmm. these Marvel classic album covers recreated that people could then print and put in like frames. Like if you're a Marvel Legends collector, mm -hmm. how cool to like display a collection with those same figures portraying classic album covers. Instead of the Guardians for the Abbey Road, uh, I got the Ghostbusters. Ooh, listen, man, both. this wish you were yeah. here, wish you were clear. You could even have that done up drawn art wise because when you okay so you got this one with the toys but when you come up with one that just hits on every level like this one you can like get somebody at a con to do a do a version of it and just have it a piece of art yeah you know with the flame everything you know let's commission it have someone commission it that'd be sweet i just like the oh, ability did you get it yeah, the green lantern, green, green hood X pumpkins. 
Because pumpkin bombs. Again, I, I have no idea what to do. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. It doesn't. Doom of the World? Oh, I want to see that one. It's not. Oh, it's Dallin. Well, let's look at this one. Rumors. Rumors. One of my favorite albums. Oh, could you get his glider? Oh, he's got the testicles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's badass. Man. It needs renamed. It he's just needs renamed. I just wanted to have something on there quick yes, to kind of look at that it. Out. Shit. I want you to see Doom of the World before we go on, man. I want to hear your reaction. Yes, for sure, for sure. Because, dude, honestly, Queen, damn, this is no bullshit. Queen's been my favorite group forever. You know, they just did the movie, and they, like they're everywhere now. But this is um, I've been huge. Oh. <laughs> now, it. Doom yeah. of the World's already fucking amazing. Good. Doom of the World is already amazing. <laughs> no, wait a minute. It's News of the World, and it's Queen. Uh-huh. And isn't he a king? You should probably... Everything is doom, doom is doom, like doom bots. I don't know. It's not. It's not. He's not. A, okay. I mean, he's the ruler of Latveria, and he's he's like uh, he was the emperor of Battle World, but it came <laughs> out it damn good. Awesome. I mean, these things that are only amazing. so <laughs> and it's got that color in the background and yeah. Doom of the World with the text. Is that the same text? It's yeah. close. I downloaded the, I found the text online somewhere. I photoshopped the robot oh, and the actual I mean that background you're seeing is from the actual album cover. I just imposed the robot out and put Yeah, them I in. thought so. I thought so. And I with nice. the invisible so woman I photoshopped her Photoshop eyes shut. Skills. What's that? You got some Photoshop skills there. Thank you. Yeah, they come no, out good. dude. Seriously, that's a that's a great cover, and it ties in with like it's got that kind of comic book cover feel too, because it's like such an amazing painting. Yeah, yeah, I'm Doom digging them. Of the world, and like I nice. thought, if I can make this one work, like I'm gonna really go full steam ahead because I never thought I could pull <laughs> off this Doom of the World one. Like I had to take each hand is a picture, his forearms a different picture, and then his body's a different picture. I had to puzzle him together in Photoshop. Like into oh pose. shit! No, he's got those proportions. It's, it's seamless. It's seamless. It, it, I don't notice anything. It's good. His eyes are just but creepy. The only thing yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, like, is if it's Doom of the World, I kind of want the title of the group Doom to be different in a way, but because it's kind of playing on the same thing twice. That's the only thing I'm thinking. But True. I don't know what it would be better. I don't know it's what it would be like, better. I don't know. I like, like the way. What, what, I like. I think he, it, he, if it was his band, he would certainly call it Doom. Mm-hmm. And what better? I mean, okay. I don't know. I, I know what you're saying because that definitely occurred to me. But I don't know. I might leave that one the way it is, unless you can think of something cool. But I might leave that one. It's the Fleetwood. No, Mac I don't have I'm, anything. I I'm, I don't have anything. But the Fleetwood Mac is one that. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm gonna dwell on it some and try to figure it out. Yeah, because that Cause needs like, changed, you know, and I, that's been the major holdup. Once that title's in place, the rest will just mm-hmm. flow out. The rest have been easy. Anyway, we need to talk that's, about something visual is <laughs> of sustenance. Mm-hmm. We're 40 minutes in. Holy shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. You guys call You call it. It's fun, though. It's definitely fun. Yeah, well, thank you, man. Yeah, I don't show anyone those again. I don't think you would, but keep them on the No, DL. trust me, man. I know how it is. <laughs> I do trust me. you. Otherwise, I wouldn't have sent them. We're going to get blasted emails. <laughs> I want to no, see but, these uh, yeah. I hope so. That'd that would be, nice. be cool. Yeah. It would be cool. I'm going to have to edit that uh, conversation to where it's a little more listenable than just. Like, Did you get it yet? Is it? Is it what about now? Now? Yeah. No, 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 no. 
But uh, what do we got to talk about? What do we my got mind is just you, make make sure make sure you put you know you know keep some of it in here because it's awesome. And my mind's just racing a mile a minute now thinking about it. Cool, man. Well, I'm definitely gonna keep some of it in there. But I'm glad I'm your enthusiasm has really really done it for me. I'm <laughs> going full steam ahead now. <clears throat> well, since oh, we're needing good. stuff to talk about, you know, I had a comic for our comic vault this evening, which may not uh, be around too much longer, is what we were just talking about. But uh, anyway, I have an old Fantastic Four comic. We were supposed hey. to talk 80s comics, and just by chance, yeah, that's right, yeah. I have a, this old Fantastic Four comic, which, man, I love old comics, because they just... Oh, the story just hits you so much harder than comics nowadays, it seems. I don't know. There's it not is, a but lot. It's usually made, it's kind of like a, a Dragon Ball Z episode. There's some fighting, grunting, and then it's over. There's not a lot you know, really that happens into it. Newer comics I get, and I'll be into them. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, man, that was fucking awesome. But as quick as I'm done with it and put it down, I start to forget about it. I read this two days ago, and I've been thinking about it for two days. I think there's more story in older comics than there is now. There's, you and get there's through five more, minutes and you got to wait a week to keep going with the the whole long because they have the whole arcs going on now. More awareness of the human <clears throat> condition too, you mm-hmm. know, and um, keeping humanity in some of these characters, which I think might get lost a little bit nowadays. I could be wrong. I don't keep up on everything, but I've seen some stuff that comes out, and some of it just seems kind of shallow, just to just to get something out there. Yeah, get a, a fifth. Captain Marvel number one out yeah. in the past two years. Like, how many number ones do we need? Like, they're right. playing on the ignorant, you know? Anyway. Mm. Annoying. This comic starts with a uh, a woman at the hospital. She's smoking a cigarette, looking out the window, just tells she's stressed. And she's sitting down, and she starts filling out a, uh, a death report of a, a 13-year-old boy by the name of uh, Tommy Hansen, who was uh, cause of death was third-degree burns. And it immediately cuts to the hallways of school where you see this young Tommy uh, in his locker. And with his locker door open, it's just lined with the Human Torch posters and uh, photographs, all kinds of stuff he's collected. And here comes a school bully. He says, hey, Tommy, I've got this magazine with a new article with the Human Torch in it. Sends him over the edge. You, you get the idea that Tommy maybe isn't the fastest to kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say he's slow, but... Somewhere in between, maybe. You know? <laughs> so this uh, bully kind of waves it in front of him, and Tommy's like, please give it to me, give it to me, because I'll give it to you if you uh, do my homework for a month and you know do all this other stuff I ask of you. And he goes, whatever, just give it to me, give it to me. So he gives it to him. He gets caught reading in class, and it gets thrown away. And um, the teacher is talking to him after class. You know, I said, the first time this happened, Tommy, well, you need to get your parents in here. And he goes, well, actually, my parents are never around. I never see my parents. Dad's always out of town on work. Mom's works. Uh, my mom works till I'm, a, you know, until I'm already in bed. And uh, I guess the human torch is all he really has, you know. So he uh, goes home and he's going to watch a human torch special on TV but there's a message from his mom please record this thing that's coming on at 8 which is the same time his special comes on which nowadays wouldn't be an issue with DVRs enough but in 85 when you had a VCR choices had Had to to be be, made you know (laughs) so he's a distraught he can't watch even the show he wants to watch life is shitting on poor little Tommy And he goes out onto the roof of the apartment building where there's a screwy neighbor out there who's toying with a remote control airplane. 
and it's zipping all through the air. And Tommy's like, wow, that's really cool, buddy. How you know, you finally got it working. He goes, yeah, I found out I had to use this special mixture of fuel here, jet fuel and this and this and that. And he goes, hey, actually, I need to run downstairs and do something real quick. And he goes, stay away from that jet fuel. It'll turn you into the human torch. Ha, 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 ha. And he leaves. Well, from here, it cuts over to uh, the human torch himself. And uh, uh, Reed and someone else is there. They're all they're building, they're constructing the adding more to the building. Fantastic. The Baxter building. And uh, this woman shows up from the hospital, says, uh, you, are you Johnny Storm? Can you come with me? I was wondering if you could come to this uh, hospital and talk to uh, a child. He goes, oh, you mean like a uh, fire safety kind of thing? Yeah, I do those all the time. Sure, I'll be down. She goes, no, this is more specific case. And actually, it's a, it's a boy who idolizes you who is minutes from death. Can you come down? And he goes, oh, certainly. So they go down there. And uh, he walks in the room. Johnny walks in the room, and his parents are, you know, holding each other, grieving next to the bed. The boy's wrapped head to toe in bandages. And he walks up to him and says, uh, hey, buddy, it's me, Johnny Storm. And the kid talks for the first time since the incident. And um, he goes, I just was trying to be like you and died. Like, oh, my. Right there in front of him. And the parents immediately, like, jump on his case. Like, you're a murderer. You're a murderer. You killed our son. Get out of here. You know, go before you mm. turn yourself in before you stop or start murdering more kids and stuff like that. Just running away with their grief. So then he's stricken. He's like, I will never again be the human torch. I never once stopped to think about what my arrogance, you know, flying through the air on fire, what that might do to somebody. And now it's killed a child. And he's, I will mm. never do this again. Well, during uh, this comic, they keep mentioning the Beyonder. The Beyonder has been in and around where they're at. They're in New York City, the past issues, I suppose. And um, out of nowhere, he appears with Johnny and then disappears with him. He's like, what's the trick, Beyonder? What are you doing? Where are you taking me? He goes, um, I just want to show you something really quick before you decide to hang up, uh, hang up the towel, you know. And they go back in time, and it's kind of like Christmas story, you know, like where the ghosts of uh, Christmas past, you're watching stuff that's already happened. They right. can't see you. You can see them. And they're in the room of the boy, Tommy, and he's sitting there, like, they're looking around the room, just covered in human torch shit. And he's on the bed reading human torch stuff. And he goes, I can't look at this kid sitting here enjoying this. I'm the reason he's dead. And he goes, Tommy's parents never were around. Never around. And um, the only thing he had was you. You didn't help him die. If anything, you helped him live. You were mm. the only light in his life, the only happy thing in his life. And that's why you shouldn't quit. And that's just kind of where it ends. He's like, you know what? You're right. Oh, wow. And that's heavy because not only is that you know heavy in this comic book, but that's an actual kind of relationship that comic readers in real life have you know exactly, have they yeah. have shitty lives in comics tv movies are their escape and um you know to bond with the character as such it's just an impactful thing you know marvel i don't know the comics these old comics never cease to amaze me and this is another one that's right a nice here. twist too you know because they set you up you know kind of like you know just focused on the uh negatives of stardom or you know the influence that you know think people have over young youth and sometimes it's misinterpreted but then so you you're focused on that and then the twist comes yeah you know that it's like well what about all the positive you know 
it, it was an impactful comic, that's for sure. And every time I get a comic out of that era, it strikes me. It really does. And I will keep getting them from the 80s. And not long after that issue, Herbie shows up, probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because in this issue and a few <clears throat> others I have, again, from 1985, She-Hulk is standing in there for mm, thing, yeah. things like on vacation or something. I don't know where he's at, but so She-Hulk is the uh, muscle of the Fantastic Four. Mm. But anyway, oh, yeah. I wanted to throw that out there. I've been thinking about that comic for the past few days. That's a pretty good one, actually. Yeah, I hope I did it justice with my description. Well, what do we do now? It's good, man. Water, my eyes are watered. Find out what old Brian's uh, I, got. I, I got a question. I mean, something you guys might have talked about back in the day when it came out, not that long ago, but I just recently saw Venom finally, and I'm just wondering what you guys thought of the movie Venom real quick. Wow. Um, I thought it was hot shit, man. I uh, no, not, enjoyed not hot shit. parts like of it. Like a shitty mess. That's what I mean. Sorry. It was all right, I yeah. guess. I walked out of the theater and was like, okay. It... I guess to not know Venom would have been okay for viewers, but to know him, it was kind of, it went both ways. I could see it for both sides of it. I don't want to see it again. It, yeah, it made no sense. It was so sloppy. It was fucking sloppy. And he looked okay. amazing. He looked awesome. Yeah. But other yeah, than it that, just it was very that they sloppy. Got the look of Venom right, but the story was totally wrong. Well, not even that. I mean, they could have. I expected the story to be changed with you know copyrights and yeah, sure properties yeah. to where where they lie. Yeah, and I mean they they pretty much had free reign. I would think to do just a great movie with the Venom concept. But I I agree with you. It was just I hated it, it yeah. and I liked uh, Tom Hardy was great and that and they set up you know eddie brock as a sympathetic character and that resonated but the villain was god awful and mm-hmm. i there were so many decisions in a movie it would like i agree with you it was a shit hot mess it was it was like i, I was so disappointed and I, I it's it's encouraging as a writer to watch something like that and go what that made yeah. it is a major picture movie and it, it's like it's got millions and millions of dollars and people putting their you know two cents into it or who knows what and i'm like how does that even get made i didn't get it so it's because the villain was the the main focus of it like well they Venom spent, being not being a villain being the hero is what did they it. spent so much time though in the marketing for that movie saying um like too many superhero films out there. It's time for the anti-hero. Which, yeah. when it ended, he was no, no such thing. He no, was a no. fucking hero. Yeah, he was a hero. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and they had a villain in it, and he was not the villain. You know, it was the actual that psycho, you know, scientist doctor guy in it. And I, that's the biggest problem I had with the film was he was just so shallow and evil for the sake of evil. Like pretty much too many villains are, especially in Marvel universe. They, you know, they say that, you know, they keep trying to get this symbiote to bond with somebody, but they can't find the right person to accept it. But the CEO can accept it. Tom Hardy can accept (laughs) it. And just by chance, his girlfriend who looks just like but isn't Gwen Stacy can take it. Like, how stupid. And oh, my God. Then at the end, (laughs) it was like they set it all up to where Venom's sacrificing himself to save Eddie. It's like, goodbye, Eddie. Mm-hmm. And he, like, supposedly burns <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah. And, like, with no explanation, the very next scene, they're just chilling on the stoop and, like, everything's <laughs> cool. Like, what? What happened? Yeah. How did you the tra- live? Yeah, the transition... 
the transitions in that movie were ridiculous sometimes. I was like, what? He went from this scene to now that? Uh, was, the best parts weird. of that okay, movie just, are on YouTube clips. So, you know, just watch oh, the fights. Yeah, there's parts in, in there that are good. Yeah, like all the fighting and stuff was cool. Like mm-hmm. just seeing him in motion was awesome. He looked cool. And I one thing I really liked is, you know, they probably, again, because Marvel being so big and the properties where they are, couldn't put the big spider on his chest. Right. But they made do with just making those like white veins, veins come yeah. out, and that looked neat. Yeah, that was a good idea. Mm. I thought visually right. gorgeous. When half of his mask pulled away and showed him on the inside, mm-hmm. that looked like shit. That looked it, shit. It didn't look right. Yeah, that looked really bad. But other than I, that, I have a he pet, looked good. I have a pet peeve with Venom's long tongue. I, I get, I don't know, I get a little annoyed with his tongue always swinging out, like a lot of artists show. But, you know, so that, I love Venom and, and the concept's great, but the tongue to me sometimes is like way overdone. And so I probably, I, you know, they did that in the movie. And, and But I'm, I'm looking forward to the new Spider-Man movie. Uh, what do you think? I, I'm hoping that that's going to be better than the, the recent one. I think a Kiss fan would be more accepting of a long, pointy tongue. Yeah. <laughs> I get what he's saying about the well, tongue, though, especially when Venom's talking. I know, the I, just and I out. agree. I just I couldn't resist it's, to be a chance to be a smartass. How could it work? Ass. He's got all those pointy teeth. What, if his tongue had been like all these bite marks in it and teeth marks in it, then I would be good because it just doesn't make sense tongue. he has that tongue with those teeth. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, well, that makes no sense. I'm sorry. I, I choked off a conversation that was about to start, I think, to say that. What did you just ask? You just asked me something, Brian. But far from home being well, oh yeah if we're yeah, excited for you, the new one i'm hoping that's yeah what do you think very excited um not so much i don't know i like tom holland's uh spider-man okay mm-hmm. uh, the i wasn't big on homecoming i don't like the way they've changed up spider-man no no i don't either an ai suit what like, yeah fuck off but um i think that's oh, just to get past him yeah. talking to himself all the time yeah my excitement lies Solely in Mysterio. Yes, I've absolutely. always loved Mysterio, yes. and I think Jake Gyllenhaal is going to nail that fucker to the wall. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to make that character. It's, oh, he's great. Yeah. So uh, that's that's my excitement. Not not to see another uh, not Mary Jane <laughs> looking Mary Jane. Be well, they a got they ass. got the villain right though. They got the the villain was good. They they made a real villain and and then got a great actor to play him, Michael Keaton. And so that's what that's my biggest pet peeve with these comic book movies is usually the villain. And in in Homecoming, that uh, Michael Keaton's character was something that you can resonate with. Some, some a villain that wasn't just evil for the sake of evil and had some depth to him. So mm-hmm. uh, hopefully they do that with the. Uh, if anybody, they should be able to do that with Mysterio. I hope so. I, I mean, I don't think they'll fall short. Marvel r- rarely does, but um, I just hope I like it. I just there's something about that new Mary Jane I don't dig. I you know I understand that they are always changing and evolving characters for the sake of new audiences, and I get that. I understand that, but. I don't know. I like the bombshell redhead yep. with the guy, the little nerdy guy that normally probably wouldn't have her, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I, I love their relationship. I always have. And um, her whole attitude is not even close to what you would, I don't know. She's like, like an, she's, old, she's like PC police. She's like yeah. politically correct, like never makes, like every time she's on the screen, it's something kind of. 
what was it there at the Washington Monument? Like, oh, you're not going to go into the monument? Oh, something that a bunch of slaves helped build? Uh, no, yeah. thank you. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Not Mary Jean at all. Yeah, not, that's mm. not the MJ I remember. Well, I'm, I'm expecting some kind of twist, maybe, because they didn't really play on her as Mary Jane at, at all, really. But I don't know. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just a completely 180 different take on her. But again, I'm saying I, I like my own the Spider-Man I like, and I still have my own Spider-Man. So I'll quit bitching to those people who are like, "Shut up and give it a chance." But um, I'll give it a chance. But I'm going for Mysterio. Enough said. Nice. <laughs> All right, Brian. Let's uh, let's let's get to your bit of news here before we wrap up. What what do you got to tell us? You have a bit of news you have to tell us. Well, uh, as last time I was on the show, um, we, we were wrapping up the Kickstarter for the uh, Inferno City Firehouse. Uh, you know, a graphic novel I'm doing, 76-page, black and white, cover by Clayton Crane, interiors by Erwin Arosa, and based on real stories from real Detroit firefighters right. that I took. True stories, connected them together, um, it was just put a it few together into a narrative. Ago, if you uh, folks want to check that out, Inferno City Firehouse. Yeah, and so that's wrapped up. I've sent it to the printer. I'll be getting the book back from the printer uh, in days. And I received an email from a filmmaker, and this guy is making um, independent uh, uh, documentaries and some short films. And he's making a film, a documentary about firefighters and mental health called Florian Nights. And he contacted me and says he wants to put me in the book in, in his documentary. So... Uh, I started looking him up, and you know he's done. He, he's got a, I think one of his most popular documentaries called Freedom Besieged, which is about Greek and its economic downfall and, and the youth and the struggles within Greece. Uh, but he, you know, he's on IMDb and he and he's been doing films for years now, and he's directing this documentary. So I'm excited. They're going to be coming to Detroit to film me and my studio and do a ride along with the Detroit fire department. And he wants to show the book in the film. That is awesome. I know. It is awesome. Congratulations. Like, yeah. I'm excited. As you I'm should excited be, because man. it's getting, it's getting a response. Like it's resonating to, you know, people because of the, you know, the subject matter and it's, and, and, and it's funny, the things that are tying together, you know, what he's working on and what I am and the timing and even the name Florian Knights ties into my last page of my story the florian nights florian is the patron saint of firefighters and so that's where that name comes from as far as regarding firefighters so we happen to both tie into that with uh, his movie title name and with my you know one of the pages of my book man that's freaking awesome you sent that email along a few days ago and i've just been uh, like thinking about that ever since like man how freaking awesome because you know we we know firsthand that you're out there year after year grinding on staunch ambition, and it's you know it's an amazing book, it's an amazing amazing project. But mm-hmm. you know, here comes a, your second, or maybe not your second, but another project that uh, just immediately is just catching wind yeah. and taking sail. My God, it's got to be an amazing feeling. So, just congrats to you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's it's definitely that's why I you know took a break. It, it was staunch to do this because. It was an idea that it was like, oh, this needs to be done, and, and it's not. There's not. It's not being done. So that's why I uh, jumped ship to work on this right away. To because it's it's. I could tell it was something that was going to resonate and that needed to be done. 
It's awesome, man. Nice. Yeah, you have to let us keep us up to date on that when we know uh, when to expect that. I mean, I'm sure it's a little bit down the pike here, but uh, we'll get there, right? Yeah, we're going to be doing film in the uh, last weekend of uh, April, so, you know. Wow, that quick. Holy shit. Damn. Yeah, no, it's coming up soon. So if you go on IMDb, IMDb, it's uh, Florian Knights is uh, on there and filming. So. Well, once again, congratulations to you. And uh, people, should we direct people to what? Staunch Ambition? Does that have everything.com or is there another website for this one? Yeah, if they look up Staunch, Staunch Ambition or Inferno City Firehouse, uh, you'll find all kinds of links. Uh, my website is Staunch Ambition. I have a tab for Inferno City Firehouse. Uh, right now, that website's sharing both entities. So. Which we'll link. And, uh, Brian, I want to thank you for, uh, again, stepping up tonight in the last minute of this cancellation. I hope this has been a good episode for the listeners. I, <laughs> I've got my doubts of some parts. I enjoyed it. it. Oh, well, yeah, but we've got visuals well, to accompany everything. Too, yeah. The people at home can't see what we're looking at and we'll going, wow. do rough and... sketches of what it looks like and post that on the mm. website. This is my, what, it, what it might look like. We're, we're painting pictures with words. There you go. Yeah. I reckon. <laughs> you know, all you like, have to do is look yeah. up the album cover and then think of, all right, well, Doom's going to be the robot, and then you got the Fantastic Four in his yeah. hand, so. Yeah, hmm. maybe. Hmm. That's expecting a lot out of someone, <laughs> but. <laughs> anyway, Jack, what do we got on the website? Go to candairpodcast.com where you can see show highlights, listen to the show, see some of our special guests, watch some of our YouTube videos. Uh, buy some merch, become a patron, and if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. And find us on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Cand underscore Air. And don't forget to check out our other show, What If, uh, which, man, I'm enjoying the hell out of. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just released our first episode with our new co-host over there, Mr. Ryan Little out of California, a comic creator we've had on the show yep. uh, several times. A whole bunch of times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great stuff there, and it's awesome to have him uh, on that show now with us. And I want you guys to check it out. So go to whatifpod.com. Uh, that's the website. You can check out all the episodes. Or we're on all of our um, podcast players that be. You know, Jack, I did find something out the other day. Maybe I've already told you this, but if I haven't, I'll tell you now. As I tell the listeners, that if you go, uh, I know, into like iTunes, like the Apple podcast mm-hmm. thing there, and you search uh, Candair Productions. Oh, yeah, it comes up that way. All the, all, yeah, Candair and What If will right. show up. And any other podcast we'd ever decide to put That's out will come up. production company, yeah. So, yeah, if you are having trouble finding it, it's uh, just type uh, Candair Productions. I almost said What If Productions. <laughs> Candair Productions. Search that and you'll uh, come across it. It's the yellow text and the blue background. Mm hmm. The last episode we just released with Ryan was, what if Bigfoot had really been found? And that was an interesting conversation. We got a response from that from a Bigfoot, I think, in Instagram. Did an actual Bigfoot respond? That's uh, what the name of the page was. And I said, where he'll find you. So he's real. Yeah. All right. There you go. <laughs> he's, he's the king of hide-and-seek. That's it. <laughs> the best hide-and-seek player ever. I would uh, push the Patreon page, but I do not feel like asking for money after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I hope this has been this all they got to offer. Send us money out of sympathy. All right. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if not, check the episodes out behind it because they're really good, too. <laughs> the other one that Brian was on was actually uh, formatted, too. And uh, you get to hear so much more about Inferno City Firehouse. Yeah. You know, that's... We were kind of 
fell silent as you were telling us about it just because it was such an intriguing comic. But yeah, it was. Anyway, let that be the uh, bait on the hook. Go check out that episode with uh, Brian. Check out staunchambition.com. And until then, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Jack Doherty. I'm Brian Lowe. And we'll see you next time. I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) Right.